0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Run Your Mouth podcast. Everybody bailed tonight, but that's okay. I'm drinking vodka Red Bull. I got enough energy for four people. Do I care that the gayest of the mics isn't here? No. Do I care that Joseph Roberts hasn't showed up for, I don't know, how many weeks in a row has Joseph Roberts not shown up for? Mike Harrington, the only loyal soldier contributing to the Run Your Mouth podcast. How many weeks do you think he hasn't shown up for? Uh, It's probably, what, three in a row now? Three? In, is that three strikes
1: in a row now? Are we playing by baseball rules here? Wait, no. He was here for my birthday two weeks ago, so he gets a pass.
0: But that was a half. That was almost like a, like a foul
1: ball situation. Yeah, but he brought cake, so it was kind of like the foul ball that hit the foul pole, so it still counts as a homer.
0: So it's like an extra life. It's like a, you know what I mean? He, so he resets... All right, fine. Joseph yeah. Roberts not thrown off the show yet. Hopefully he'll actually join us next week. Hopefully think we're, he has cake. I think we're going to hear from uh, from Yosef later. And I got, a, I got a stacked house of good topics. So, you know, what, what do we even need these people for anyways? Absolutely nothing. So first and foremost, if you're out there, email us. Robsnewsroom@gmail.com. at gmail.com we're putting together our summer porch tour just two weeks away start of june we got to get that thing to cooking and we got our first email in from a fan we booked him for august he's not available before august but listen to what he wrote us this is this is a true listener you ready yes sir a little about me i'm a potp and rym listener and a principled libertarian I work as an account executive in media sales and always appreciate your referencing your time on the sales floor I'm a Christian conservative just like you and Dave, as you may have guessed from my last name being Klein. I have stories of getting fucked by the government so I could contribute to the episode as well. Also, my wife has big titties. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. There you go. Gets right to the important part. Invites. And then he goes on to say, I have a barbecue. He sends pictures of our porch. He shows the screened-in porch. He goes on to tell us about the bars that he has in town with some good pussy in it. College pussy. So... Everybody else out there, you better step up your game. If your wife has a nice rack, you've got a barbecue, you've got a porch. Hit us up, Rob'sNewsroom at gmail.com. Hell yeah! They're Especially t- if your wife
1: has big old titties.
0: Yeah, it, it, like we don't want to be invited to any houses with wives with little titties. That's not what we're about. If we're Sir, gonna,
1: I am, I am an all titty man. You don't, am, you that don't that discriminate. Is is slander.
0: I don't either. I like, I like skinny chicks that are. Uh, you can be flat chested, and I can work with it. I like a little boyishness in my ladies. <laughs> That's
1: a bridge too far, sir. I do like tiny titties, though.
0: You like specifically tiny? I mean, I'm down for whatever. All right. Well, as long as we're talking about titties, did did you see anything about uh, Alabama? Most restrictive abortion laws yet? Did you see uh, that whole hoopla, the hurrah, everyone was going nuts about it?
1: Yeah, dude. I got so excited to see a woman sign it into law.
0: Oh yeah, that was kind of funny that it was uh, and she looked like like mother goose like like a sweet old lady. I didn't see that much of the footage, but I did just see like that moment of her signing into law. Are you are you bringing up a picture of her? Oh, perfect. Let's take a look. Nah, she looks nasty. Yeah, dude, she looks evil. Yeah, it you know what it is? It's that matching red jacket with the lipstick with those horribly yellow teeth that just says, "I'll eat your fucking soul." It's very Dolores Umbridge of her. Who's Dolores Umbridge? From Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's got a little bit of that vibe. You ever seen the movie uh, Throw Mama from the Train? Yes, sir. Not that she looks like that, but that, to me, is the ultimate, like, nasty old lady character. This old lady has more of that vibe than kind, sweet, bake-you-cookies kind of old lady.
1: She's 2019 yeah. fucking throw mama from a train. I like it.
0: Yeah. All right. You get what I'm saying. But anyways, I, you know, I'm reading about this law and uh, I'm thinking I want to take a trip down to Alabama and father some illegitimate children. That's. That's my goal. You know what I like? I don't want to have to be a dad. That sucks. I don't want to like, and you don't want to know about your kids. Like if you're not going to be around to raise them, that just feels shitty and guilty, but I do want to procreate. I think it's important. I think it's nice to uh, sow your oats and have offspring. And it's particularly nice if they catch you once you're 60 and they're like, Hey, I'm an adult now. I don't need anything from you. And uh, by the way, I'm your kid.
1: You know what? I love it. Especially because you don't have to spend that much time in Alabama.
0: That's true. I'm just saying, you go down there, you go on a run. You, and by the way, I find I find some of those southern uh, southern ladies to be the most attractive. So you just got to go down there for a little bit. You go on a run. You, you bang a lot of chicks. You never give them the right phone numbers. And you just hope if like you, you spray your seed in enough of them, you know maybe one of them sticks. They can't track you down. They can't abort it. Now you're a father.
1: I love it, Robbie. This is a foolproof plan. What could go wrong?
0: Okay. Next news story. Um, This is a Fox News story that apparently uh, Taco Bell is creating a Taco Bell hotel. And I assume that the hotel will just be a place that serves Taco Bell and just has a lot of private rooms for diarrhea. That's it. I feel like that's going to be the vibe of the Taco Bell Hotel. Now, let me ask you. I've eaten some fast food in my day. I've never once eaten Taco Bell. I haven't once. been intrigued. It doesn't look good. It seems like the lowest of the low in terms of eating fast food. I've never resorted to it. When have you eaten Taco Bell? What is the right occasion? What do you order? Tell me about this. Uh, last night. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Okay. I I, I don't want to miss one detail. I Like, don't cut out the whole order out of being shy. Like, this is not the moment to cut that. You know what I mean? We're fat fucks on this podcast. We own it. I want to know the totality of what you ordered.
1: So here's the thing. Normally, that is my move, right, is to go insane at this place. Like, go get three, four things off the value menu plus a meal, large drink, maybe even those like little churro twists at the end. This time, I was in a rush. I knew I was going to be on a bicycle, so I kept it super <laughs> light. Uh, I got one beef quesadilla.
0: What um, is a beef quesadilla? <laughs>
1: uh, well, so it's like a, it's like a quesadilla, right? right? Like, picture a quesadilla, but then unwrap it, so just a bunch of gooey cheese in a tortilla shell. It's, like, nicely melted. Right. And, uh, and then take a burrito, right, and then drop it in the middle of that unfolded quesadilla. It sounded ques- like something quesadilla. that needed a burrito on the outside. Yeah. No, a burrito on the inside. Oh, okay, Quesadilla my bad. on the outside. So it's, like, layer of quesadilla Right inside is like the cheese, and then when you bite through, you get into a full on burrito inside. It was delicious.
0: How big is it? Uh like, like that, that big. And what is uh what is a queso burrito
1: uh, run you? Uh quesa Uh all told the order along with uh two uh shredded uh two mini shredded chicken quesadillas uh and a drink came out to like eleven dollars.
0: All right. Yeah. That's okay. It's not too bad. Not too bad. Let me ask you this. Whenever I'm in a hotel, if I'm in a hotel with other people, <laughs> I like to uh wake up before them and shit in the lobby.
1: I'm no stranger to that move.
0: Yeah, cuz then you don't have to you don't have to bother everyone else in the room. You don't have to worry about waking anybody up. You don't have to worry about stinking. Like that's the first thing I look at when I check into a hotel. I'm like, does this lobby have a nice bathroom that I'm going to be able to shit in the morning?
1: Uh, you know, pro move if the lobby doesn't have a nice bathroom, but it does have a conference center, typically that's gonna be pretty empty first thing in the morning. So you can stop like a flight early. Or like the pool and gym area. That's not bad. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like the bathrooms in those areas are always gonna be messed up by kids, and that's maybe that's just my own prejudice. But right. I imagine that's where kids spend the most time. And I imagine kids as being just not clean at all. But uh they're like you know the like i said that second floor it's usually like the first floor is a lobby second floor is like gym and and pool on one side conference room on the other you go to that conference room side you're golden and there's usually like three or four bathrooms in there
0: you know what next time i'm in uh what's that knocking
1: i think that's just the people who uh work upstairs
0: oh uh, okay fair enough all right so apparently when i first read the article <laughs> It appeared like this was going to be a full hotel. I'm talking like the same way there's a Ritz-Carlton or a Hilton, there was going to be the Taco Bell Hotel, which sounds completely ridiculous. It turns out that it's a pop-up hotel, so this is a marketing stunt. For a couple days, you're going to be able to book your hotel. If you're a real Taco Bell extremist, you'll be able to book yourself at the Taco Bell Hotel. Now, first question for you, Mike Harrington, as a person who actually eats Taco Bell if they did that in New York City, would that excite you? Would you be like, holy shit, I like Taco Bell so much, I'm going to call up one of these ladies I haven't been able to close and be like, you're not going to believe this. There's a Taco Bell hotel. I got us one of the rooms. It's sold out.
1: Robbie, how... Like- How low do you think I scrape the bottom of the barrel when I'm looking for potential mates? Like, that's real bad. If you think the Taco Bell Hotel is going to seal the deal with nothing else I could do would, that's that's no, I'm saying I'm
0: not familiar with Taco Bell lifestyle. I'm wondering how excited people could possibly be for Taco Bell. You're a Taco Bell guy. How many nights a week would you say you eat Taco Bell?
1: I mean, it's maybe once every three months. You just happen to catch me. Oh, okay. I was running out of uh, Justin's show, Funny for Fido, last night, and I had to get back over here for SDR. I was like, I haven't eaten anything all day. I got time for something real quick. Isn't
0: that a scary thing, though, to kind of throw in your stomach on the fly before a work event? I get that it's fast, but—or do you have a strong stomach?
1: I have a fairly strong stomach. Uh, it was more mixing like the fact that I was going to have to eat this while walking. Like I had to like, basically wolf it down within three blocks and then jump on a city bike and then bike down here. Yeah. That was the bad part. Like yeah. That just doesn't feel
0: good. No, none of that feels good. So apparently this isn't a full-time hotel because, I mean, how much Taco Bell hotel customer business can you really do? It's a pop-up. And I would like to meet the people who are selling these pop-ups. I mean it. Because I work sales. I work media sales. And let me tell you, it's pretty hard to convince people that marketing is going to work. How the hell are you convincing people of, like, these pop-ups are super expensive, and I don't think they do jack shit. I think you're basically looking at two millennials. It's one attractive millennial who got a job at the marketing company and the other attractive millennial that got a job at, like, blank Corporation. And then you have one person just basically calls the other, and they're just talking, like, their little attractive millennial language to each other. Yeah, I'm...
1: I mean, that could be, uh, that could be a possibility. I, I think the, the flip side of it though, is like, I was reading this and like, they're going to have sauce packets as the like pool floaties and, uh, they're going to have like all kind of crazy. That's the whole point.
0: It's supposed fun- to be a marketing stunt so that people take pictures and they post on Instagram yeah. and it creates a good buzz. I, does that, maybe I'm so out of touch that I don't realize that that works
1: Dude, I'm telling you, like it's one of those things where now, like you said, if it was in New York, I wouldn't have gone. But I'm seeing this here and it's like you want to take a vacation? You're thinking about it. Check it
0: out. Kinda. How How much money do you think this costs them to rent the hotel, theme it for talk? like, what do you think the total cost that they have to cut a check to a marketing company to pull this off? Uh uh
1: three hundred and fifty K, I wanna say maybe like to cuz i'm just thinking like what property is going to be like a hotel
0: that you can do this you know what i mean like well, it depends on how much you really have to theme it like hotels you know they they host porn events it's not like the <clears throat> it depends on to what extent you're overhauling the whole place to look taco belly so what i pictured this as though is like
1: taco bell's taking over this hotel so i was picturing like a run down no longer being used hotel that they were going to whip into shape for this event in my mind that's how i pictured it
0: all right. Well, if you're out there and you're part of the pop-up shop marketing game, you've experienced a pop-up or you think they're completely stupid or you got any information or insight on this whatsoever, Newsroom at gmail.com. Uh, tell us about your pop-ups. Tell us about your wife's titties. Invite us to your porch. Barbecue for us. And lastly, if you got a tale about the government robbing you of your wealth, Newsroom at gmail.com. What's up, Chris? How are you, man?
2: Pretty good. How about you?
0: Doing well. So uh, you just you just finished your shift, right?
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: What, what are your uh, – all right. Well, let's actually – let's intro Chris. I'm very excited to have Chris on because uh, I think a lot of us go through life. We try really hard in school or we work really hard at our jobs, and we have this idea in our head that, man, I have to succeed at this because if I don't, there might – I might be stuck doing a shitty job. I might get stuck as a janitor. But then we got people like Chris who are working those jobs and love it. And so there you have it. If you're working your shitty office job, you're slaving away, trying to avoid a particular outcome like becoming a janitor, Chris is here to tell you it's not that bad. You can relax. It's actually a pretty good lifestyle. So, Chris, lay it on us.
2: So, it's pretty great. I basically just get to go on autopilot and not really think of doing anything, just put in my headphones listen to the run your mouth podcast until lunchtime. And then I can enjoy my food and then just go back to autopilot again. And like, nothing's happening.
0: It's just autopilot to lunch, autopilot to dinner. And that's why we appreciate Chris reaching out. Chris said, Hey man, you know, I spent my whole morning, And it's all about lunch. That's what I do. I show up and I'm thinking about lunch, but I need some new lunch suggestions. I need lunch consultants who can help me out on what might be some better meals that I could be eating at work, which Harrington, who's better than us at being lunch consultants? I mean,
1: yeah, there's really not many. We're
0: fucking experts at lunch. But Chris, before we get into lunch and before I make those suggestions, I got some questions for you. Are you okay with that? Yeah, of course. Okay, first is, are any of the tasks that you do at work, like, particularly fun to you? Like, so, for example, I've done some, like, uh, tiling in my life, or I've done very limited carpentry, and I actually find those tasks to be not just zoning out, but it's also kind of fulfilling, because you kind of get that satisfactory feeling of having completed a task. I could also see, like, using one of those... uh like waxers on a floor as being kind of relaxing. So like day to day, are there any of the tasks that you kind of like look forward to or any of them kind of pleasant?
2: Um, Hmm. Well, we only get to use the waxers on the, uh, like during spring break and stuff.
0: Are they um, fun though?
2: Kind of. I mean, they're not, they're not as hard to control as you would think they, as they come off to be. Right. But, uh, they can, if, but if if you hold on to it lightly, it'll it'll go all over the place. So,
0: <laughs> I guy. You see, so you've had a couple of those wax spills. Now, how did you get into the janitor lifestyle? Was your dad a janitor? His dad before him? Were you trained in the fine arts? How did you get into this racket?
2: Um, well, I was working at Rosatitis, and um, my dad works at this district. Um, and he there was an opening, and he showed me a position.
0: And I, is this a oh, is this a government I job? Think.
2: Yeah, that's why I said ironically because I agree with Dave a lot. And, uh, you know, now I'm taking other people's taxpayers' money.
0: Who gives a shit, man? (laughs) Good for you. No, I'm not lying. Listen, it's a fucking racket and we didn't choose to create this racket, you didn't sit down and go, hey, this is the system I'm going to design. And let me tell you, if you can get one of these good union jobs where you can make a buttload of cash and live a good lifestyle, work in a job that you don't completely hate, you're winning, good for you, don't second, like, don't even think twice about that. So tell me, because I work really hard and don't get paid all that well, (laughs) how good is the lifestyle as a union janitor?
2: Uh pretty good i'm about to move out on uh on my own so you know i can afford my own place to rent um, with all the expenses to that get a new car
0: guy how old are you chris mike did we just lose him what just happened fuck it i'm gonna call him on my cell phone
1: His connection wasn't that stable to begin with.
0: Ah, fuck it. I'm just gonna call him.
2: Is that is that working now?
0: Yeah, let's try this, Chris. Just answer your phone.
2: Okay.
1: Okay. Hello. Okay, Harrington. Yeah, I'm gonna mute him on this side. Can you put? Can
0: you yep. turn? Try now. <laughs> is this mic on? Mic number. Oh, the problem is you're going to get the feedback of me. Here, try it now. Hey, man, are you there? Yeah. All right, keep talking for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, keep talking. Actually, let's try it, speaker. Okay. That's That's not that bad. Just keep talking for me. No, that's manageable. keep talking. Hold on. I actually think it's going to be better from... Mm -hmm. Where's the speaker output on this? I think it's right there. Okay. So, Chris, out of curiosity, how old are you, and what state are you living in?
3: Uh, I'm 22 in Illinois.
0: Oh, man, so you're young as fuck, and did you even go to college?
3: I went to the community college for uh, one semester.
0: (laughs) And then you were just like, fuck this, it's not for me.
3: Yeah, no, but I plan on going to a trade school, so that should... uh,
0: That's actually smart. Yeah, what, uh, what kind of trade are you thinking to pick up?
3: Uh, probably
0: HVAC. That's good. That's, uh, yeah. No, I gotta tell you, I'm I'm very envious of people that are skilled laborers. I'm a person who, I have ADD, I like working with my hands, I like being paid, like, a good hourly wage, I like completing tasks, and I also like, when I leave work, being done with work, um... I've had some jobs where that was true when you like when you close off your work day, like sometimes HVAC, you can work a 12 hour day. But at the end, you know, when you leave, you're done. It's over. Um, The work that I have, I've had to readjust myself to the fact that it's never actually done. I'm always leaving work on the table, which um, completely drives me nuts. So I think that's really cool. Uh, And so what are you going to do? So you're basically going to take the HVAC classes at nights and on weekends and then, you know, make a good living during the day.
3: Yeah, probably. So I'll probably try just to move up to the first shift at my work, which is when all the maintenance guys work.
0: Got you. And I bet you probably pick up some decent trade stuff even at your job in terms of like, if something breaks, someone might know how to fix it. And then you kind of can kind of shadow them and learn a little bit.
3: Yeah, there are a few basic things that we do.
0: So that's fucking awesome. I, I, I respect what you're doing. I wish I had done that. You showed up to school. You're like, fuck this. This, this sucks. Your dad gets you a union yeah. job as a janitor. You're not a fucking bum. You're working a full time job. You're making a decent paycheck. You're going to go live outside of your parents' house. I didn't make it out of my parents' house. I think till I was like, you know, 26, 27. So you're five years ahead of me. And then once you're out of the house, you're going to take skilled labor classes. And, you know, 10 years from now, you can have your own HVAC business.
3: That's uh, sure, yeah.
0: That's definitely something I can try. <laughs> Fuck That'd yeah, man. Good line. No, dude, I respect that. Good for you. I like the lifestyle you're living. Now, getting back Thanks, into man. janitor world, um, do you ever pull, like, are there any pranks that you'll pull on kids, like if some kid pisses you off? Like, I remember when I was in school, at one point, <laughs> we found, like, the... Uh, the circuit breakers, and so we used to have a lot of fun, just like turning off the lights in random classrooms, turning off the light, like the uh, heat in the teachers' lounge. That was like a little crafty prank. No one ever busted us for it. I don't know why the you know, electricity boxes weren't locked, but they were all labeled. And when we figured that out, we would just turn off light, like, in the computer lab when other kids were in there. We were, I mean, we were fucking pricks. Um, so, like, if a kid, I don't know, if a kid, like, does something shitty to you, will you go into their locker overnight and take a dump in it? Or, like, what's some shit that you're pulling on people? <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. No, I wish I could do something, but uh, I've only been there for a year, I guess for the year, uh, what, month. But uh, yeah, no, they they do a lot of disgusting shit, especially in the bathroom. So I wish I could get back at them, but I don't know if I if I try to pull a prank on them, I might risk my job.
0: Yeah, it's also right now. It's it's also excuse me. It's really hard to uh, bust kids for you know taking filthy dumps i gotta tell you i remember this when i was in eighth grade that was a thing when i was in school you never wanted to take a shit in school were you guys the same way
3: i oh god i would hold until i got home yeah that was. i hate hate doing it in public
0: yeah that was a thing i when i was in school you never wanted to take a shit in school i remember once when i was in eighth grade harrington you got a different take on that
1: i love shitting in public it's my favorite what do you mean there's something about it where it's just like, yo, man, like whatever. I don't care what kind of a mess I make in in this Barnes and Noble. It's gonna be awesome.
0: I, that none of that makes sense to me. I'm like, I, I, I as an adult, I, I, that's mostly why I go home at night. That's mostly it. I want to overeat and I want to be able to use my own bathroom. That's it. My entire life is go home and overeat so that you're not in public with a full stomach. But Harrington's Harrington's yeah. a different animal. I remember once when I was in eighth grade. I don't think, I mean, first through eighth grade, I can't even, I can maybe shat in school twice. Maybe. And that was back when I was, fuck, I don't know why I'm coughing so much. That was back when I was a healthy dude. I remember once in eighth grade. I really need to take a shit. And I was like, fuck it, I got to take the shit. I went to the bathroom, and, like, you're trying to be real fast. I don't know why. You don't want to get busted in the bathroom. Like, you know that people are going to look at your sneakers and know that it was you. That's a weird thing as a kid where you're just like, people are going to know that I was the one who took a shit. I don't know why that's such a big deal. No. <laughs> Anyways.
3: I, I, I'm still like that. Yeah, that's if someone even watches in the bathroom, like, I will, if I need to go... I will, I will like check in there to see if anyone's in there. Like even if just someone walks in, I'm like, I feel so uncomfortable. I'm like, I, 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 don't,
0: I just can't do it. <laughs> I'm like you, man. That's why, uh, that's why you're a fan of the show. You just get me as a human being. That sums me up and my entire personality. <laughs> Anyways. I got to use the bathroom in eighth grade, trying to get this thing out as quickly as possible, clean up this operation, get out of there. I shit out a clean log, maybe a one or two wiper at most. And I'm talking like I haven't shat out a log like this in 10 years. You know, you become an adult, you're anxious, you end up with IBS, you eat too many cookies. Everything that comes out of me, it's a fucking mess. But back in the day, I remember when I used to poop out some big old healthy logs. Maybe take one dump a day; it'd be one big one, and then you were done. I miss that about life. Were you guys ever like that's Just now, I get like the thin stringy poops. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with my stomach. Like, but it's not a good situation. But you, are you guys still producing logs? Are you healthy?
3: Occasionally. It depends. I mean, I, I put a hot sauce on a lot of
0: stuff, so it's not always the prettiest. Is that, what, is that what's ruining my log game? What about you, Harrington? Are you throwing out logs?
1: No, I mean, it's, you know, day-to-day. It could be a Jackson Pollock painting one day. It <laughs> could be, like, straight-up healthy Lincoln Logs the next. You I'm never just saying, know.
0: I very rarely have a thick log, but on this moment in eighth grade, I laid a thick log in that toilet so big, I went to flush. All the water went out. That log just sat there. I went to flush again. Oh I went to flush again. All the water comes out. The log just sat there. And then I made that eighth grade decision of, all right, I guess it's time to make a run for it. And I, to this day, you know, that means the janitor probably had to reach in there with a the glove, throw that shit out or break it up and then fucking flush the toilet. So I throw the question to you and I'm sorry to that janitor. Really nice guy. I hung out with him a couple of times. Sweet fellow. What are you going to do? What's the worst bathroom situation you've had to confront yet?
3: Oh man, um, I don't know what's worse than the kids, but literally, they literally put shit on the wall. Or um, when they throw the toilet paper next to the toilet and pee all over that because
0: <laughs> apparently it's funny or
3: something. Like, is right next to it. Like,
0: <laughs> and then I got to get a glove, and I'm like, oh, God. Oh, that, that's a kids, a, man. That's a kid classic. <laughs> Harrington, you hear that one? You throw the toilet paper next to it, and you just piss on the toilet paper. It's be an asshole to the gender. Yeah, I mean, it was mostly to my other friends in college, but yeah. I, I
3: dealt with that today, actually, again, so
0: that was fun. Yeah, just the fucking mess of toilet paper on the floor, in the bathroom, Horrifying. Yeah. Now, what would you do if you actually like walked into a bathroom and you busted a kid? What would you do?
3: I, I think I would just stare at him with a very disappointed face, shake my head, and look down, and just walk out. I I don't know what I would say. I would just be so like, I wouldn't. I didn't have to be in the situation to know for sure.
0: Yeah, I hear that. I remember. When I was in high school, this is a weird thing. Were you were you a shitty kid at all, Chris? Did you ever like break stuff, car windows, like just kind of do not nice things? As as like, uh, I mean, you're still a kid. You're 22, so I guess you know all of seven years ago when you were like 14 or 15. Did you did you ever do like just garbagey things? Um, I don't know
3: if I did shitty things, but I was I was one of those kids that was like an asshole to the teacher because I thought I was funny, and then it made me a cool kids in class or whatever, you know, so I was in detention all the time, but I didn't necessarily do, like, sh- shitty things, That's I a, guess.
0: You know, I was the opposite in school, because I always, I always, I learned early on I was really lazy and I didn't want to work hard, and that <laughs> if you just weren't a prick to the teacher, they would just pass you, so, like, it just wasn't worth making their life, I, I learned really early on, if you're just a sweetheart to the teacher and you don't want to do any of the work they're not really going to bust your balls whereas if you're the kid who's acting out in class and you're not doing the homework then you're kind of fucked so i was always kind of i wouldn't i not that yeah. i was goody too i just didn't cause I, you know i would stare out the window i would doodle i would take a lot of bathroom breaks i wouldn't show up but i was never shitty to, to teachers because i always needed their sympathy at the end of the semester um, but back to what you were with the you know being a piece of shit we used to live in this dorm in high school and We used to, like, it was a fun thing. We used to collect things to throw off the roof of the building into, like, this little alcove area. Like, we would literally, like, I'd walk down the street one night, someone leave a TV, and you'd be like, oh, fun, I can pull this back to the dorm and throw it off the roof of the building and watch it break. That was fun. And then every, every Saturday, or not Saturday, maybe it was Friday, this dude used to have to go into, like, the pit area and clean it all out. Every time, he would just go in there and clean it all out. And then we also used to do this thing. We had this, uh, I, whatever. We used to graffiti up the dorm that we lived in. On the walls, we used to write F-U-Joe, Fujo, joe which stood for F-U-Joe. Joe was the head dorm counselor. And every single day, I'd come off school, and we would literally graffiti the hallway of the dorms, Fujo. joe And then one day, I actually came back to the dorm in the middle of the day, and I saw the janitors who had to, like, repaint it. And it just wasn't funny anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it was funny because we're like, fuck this fucking yeshiva. Fuck Joe. Fuck this guy who's making us wake up for prayer services at 8 a.m. I'm a badass. I'm going to write F you Joe on all the hallways in the school room. And then you saw the guys had to clean it up, and it just becomes not funny. So you got to, like, somehow, I, I like, you know, like, appeal to the kid's humanity somehow. You know what I mean? Like, like have a whole meeting. yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, no, totally. I I feel that, like I said, I would just mostly just fuck with the teachers. Um, but once now that I'm the janitor and I, I like I'll I get there like when right before they're about to leave, so I I get to know some of them, and then I started to feel bad, So I totally understand that because I'm like, oh, these are just normal people doing their job, you know. But when you're in high school, you're like, oh yeah, teacher, like fuck them. But you know, now wh- that I kind of see behind the scenes, I
1: totally get that. What if, uh, what if the next time, uh, you know, you have to clean up like poop or or a pissed on toilet thing, you just film it and then play like Sarah McLachlan's, like in the arms of an angel. Oh yeah, not bad.
0: It? And then you post on Instagram. All these kids are on Instagram. They'll see it. I
3: can't hear Mike. Um, so I'm not sure what he said.
0: He was saying it would be a good idea to, you know, film yourself having to clean it up and like those commercials that try and get you to like save dogs, play like that Sarah McLaughlin, like in the arms of an angel, post that shit on Instagram, you know, those kids will be crying the little eyes out and then next thing you know, they'll be, you know, urinating into the toilet like actual human beings. Yeah, Um, that's true. That's
3: a good point.
0: All right. Now, do they drug test you at all at, at, at your job?
3: Uh, they did when they, for, like, when you first apply, you have to get a background check, you have to get a drug test and all that, so. All right, I now. I waited three months to, uh, apply, <laughs> and then, um, yeah,
0: I was able to pass. Okay, now, I'm not gonna put this video out, your full name's not here, we only know the state that you live in. I feel like if I was a janitor working at a school, I might smoke a fair amount of weed to get through that day, other than looking forward to lunch. you doing any drugs to get through the work day?
3: No, I'm not at work.
0: Not at work. You wait till you get off and then you get started.
3: Yeah, no, I I, I don't want to risk uh doing or losing my job. But when I worked at Rosati, I I used to show up every day.
0: I, <laughs> yeah, good for you. So. What about will you will you play the game of seeing how drunk you can get and how hungover you can show up to work and get through the day? That's a fun one.
3: Uh, I've done that. I've done that a couple times. That was
0: a uh, well, the good thing is if you throw I, up I somewhere, really you're the guy who cleans water. it up. You know what I mean? Like, I've been at jobs. If I, if I throw up all over the place, I don't know how to clean it up. <laughs> like, I'm stuck with that mess, and it becomes an issue. Yeah. You you could cover your tracks. No problem.
3: That's true. Yeah, we have this, like, powdery stuff that you just throw all over. It absorbs it, and uh, it basically cleans it up for you.
0: Got you. Harrington, take a look at this kid. I feel like he's half really good-looking, half looks like he'll shove a chick into a van and kill her.
1: Yeah, he's got like a very Bundy vibe.
0: He got a bit of a Bundy pretty vibe. So on that note, are you banging any teachers? Are you hitting on teachers? What's your What's your janitor lean while mopping game? How are you picking up chicks?
3: <laughs> it's funny. I don't know how to bring it up to girls when I first meet them. I'm like, well, like, how do you How do you say that? Like, that's oh, like out of hey, yeah, I'm a janitor. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> that's like out of half baked. You're the master of the custodial arts. Here's Here's yeah. your pitch. You know what you tell them. You tell them you got a great union job at the school and that you're in maintenance and that you're working towards your dream of uh, owning your own HVAC business. Don't tell them janitor. Just say you're maintenance. Or alternatively, just tell them, hey, girl, check out how I worked this broomstick. Maintenance, that's good cover. Yeah, maintenance is good cover, and you're working towards your dream of owning your own HVAC business. But in the meantime, you have a union job, and so you're in a really good position. And then at some point, you know, maybe they want to come to the school for lunch and then you got, you know, your cover's blown. Uh, Harrington, what were you trying to say? I was saying, be
1: like, hey girl, check out how I work this broomstick. What's <laughs> up?
0: Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Okay. So let's get to your lunch problem. So I get it. You're only 22. You're new to the lunch game. Now let's, uh, let's try and delve into this a little bit. Firstly is, are you buying lunch? Are you preparing lunch? Eating the school's lunch? what is typical lunch look like how long is your break what kind of a budget are we working with here give us a few of the parameters
3: um well my lunch budget is my largest my largest part of my budget that is my most valuable part
0: of my paycheck uh, you should so know I, my my entire life savings is going to sandwiches so we're on the same yeah. boat there
3: exactly yeah, um, no, I always bring lunch, um, last summer I would go out every single day, um, and it took up a lot of money, so I just stopped doing that, but, um, yeah.
0: So, when you were going out for lunch, how long was your break? Like, you were able to, like, you know, drive, I don't know, like, how far are you from the closest sandwich shop, what kind of places were you going to, were you mixing it up, you gotta give me some details here, so that I can, you know, address the situation, and make some recommendations.
3: Right, yeah, yeah. So there was uh, McDonald's and Taco Bell really close, and also uh, Quiznos, which I was surprised that I, I didn't even know those were still open, but they still pretty good. But those would be my top three places to go to.
0: So you would just go low-level junk food from, and out. like, if you're in a McDonald's, what are you picking up for lunch?
3: McDonald's, um, I usually get, like, the, uh, Double quarter pounder with cheese, probably. And um, a large
0: Dr. Pepper. All right. So just, just, we got to put pause on this for one second. Harrington, I'm listening to this guy's lunch game. Thus far, I'm giving him an F. Dude,
1: this is, this is an I. It's just incomplete. I mean, this is sad.
0: You're a janitor. You've got an entire day to plan your lunch. I would think by the time lunchtime comes around, you're, you're going to four different places to pick up different items, to concoct your own sandwich. You've got a strategy in place. This guy's not (laughs) a real. I, he calling and telling me that this guy's obsessed with lunch. He's going to McDonald's for a couple quarter pounders. This is not a serious lunch guy. All right, fine. This is gross. Well, so,
3: uh, I went to talk a more, but yeah, regardless, yeah, I could be doing better. You could be That's, doing
0: better. Are there, are there no, like, good delis in your area? Like, go to a good deli. Get yourself a nice sandwich from a sandwich shop, you know?
3: Yeah, no, but we only have 30 minutes, so I got, like, five minutes to get there, five minutes to get back, and I want time to, like, enjoy it. So I don't have, uh... I don't have much time to
0: like man they go got all out, they if got am out of work I will. They got you union guys on the clock, only a half hour for lunch. If I then here's what I would do. I would spend the whole half hour picking up my lunch and then spend like, you know, just while I was doing another activity, I would be eat like broom in one hand, meatball sub in the other. <laughs> that kind of thing. You know what I mean? And then you go to the yeah, next yeah. you go to the next room or whatever the next task is, pulling out garbage in one hand, eating a chicken parm in the other. <laughs>
3: Get a little bit of, uh, a little bit of spice of garbage in there.
0: Yeah, exactly. That flavors shit up. Okay. So now you started preparing your own lunch, which that's, 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 that's tough, man. I never, I never cook for myself. Um, Harrington, are you ever cooking for yourself? uh it'd be a little difficult now rob yeah yeah fair point fair point you'd have to make one of those hobo fires one of cooking out of one of those metal trash cans cooking up i can make some great beans (laughs) yeah you make some fried up beans we don't have to get into harrington's tragic lifestyle we're focused on you your hopes and dreams as a janitor hoping for hvac gold going for it training all right (laughs) so what are you cooking for yourself
3: um If Mostly Just sandwiches From the you know, Like go to the deli From Jewel And then uh Make my own sandwiches Or uh Just some Hamburger Helper Some quick Just some quick Stuff
0: Alright Gotta pause you there For a second. Harrington I don't know much About Hamburger Helper It sounds sad Yeah it doesn't sound like you're... you're Okay, now you're still living at home. You, you can't make your, your... Your mom's not a lunch-making lady. She can't put together a brown bag, banana, some pudding in there, maybe a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I feel like, or like an old-school thermos, like one of those, you know, construction worker-type operations, a nice thermos thing.
3: No, I, pre- I pretty much do most of my life for myself. Uh, I'm sure if I ask you, definitely. Um, uh, I like to do stuff myself
0: alright let me ask you this would your mom get mad at you for cooking in the kitchen if you cleaned up after yourself like do you have the option of kind of cooking for yourself in the kitchen
3: well I rent my own place uh, with two roommates
0: you got so... two roommates alright but you're <laughs> what state did you say you rent again what state yeah oh Illinois Illinois. So he's
1: 22 and he's about to just get his own spot? Confirm
0: that, please. Oh, so when you said... Oh, okay. You're man. This this fucking janitor is living better than us, buddy. Killing it. I mean, he's calling and making better. us look bad on our own show. He's making more money than us. He's 22. He's got a government job, and he's complaining that he's got to live with two. I thought he was living at home. Apparently, he's just trying to get away from his two roommates. You know. You know how many roommates Harrington has? All of New York City. Okay, <laughs> everybody in New York City right now is his roommate. <laughs> You know what my roommate is? It's the world's most miserable 36-year-old man. I don't even think he's 36. I think he's like 38. And like, you know, I have my problems with alcoholism, but believe me, it's easy to think you're not an alcoholic when you show up and some dude is up to his 15th beer and he's watching the ninth rerun of like, uh, whatever, what's the two gay guys who uh, fix up houses together and then have sex with each other? What's that? property brothers <laughs> yeah the property brothers he just watches that thing like all the all right whatever enough about nick he's a nice guy i don't need a shit on him he's not an alcoholic he's a good dude he's got a well-paying job and you know he he, he he's kind of the adult in our relationship back to you we're focused okay. on your lunches we're trying to fix what you're doing here what i here's what i would be doing if i were you what time do you got to get into work every day
3: two Two
0: thirty. so you got wait two thirty in the afternoon yeah. What this time is... you, what time are you taking your lunch break? <laughs> You're not having lunch before you go to work?
3: <laughs> I don't. I don't because I am lazy as shit. I wake up at twelve thirty.
0: Ah, I like this then, kid. I like uh, you, buddy.
3: I, I, I <laughs> yeah. I wake up at twelve thirty, I lay in bed until one. Then I get up
0: This kid's I an sit American down on hero the
3: couch until one twenty. Yeah. Then I get ready and leave.
0: Well, I got to tell you, you know, I, I I claim to be a comedian, but my funniest comedy work is every day at 1 p.m. when I first show up to work and I go, well, it's 1 p.m. It's time for lunch. <laughs> and then I leave and go get lunch. <laughs> so you're doing something similar to me. You show up to work at 2.30, and then what time is your lunch break?
3: Well, at the... Uh... Lunch is at seven thirty, but we have a we have a, a fifteen minute break at um,
0: five. Okay, so you lied to me. So you have early dinner and late dinner, one at five and one at seven thirty, and then you're working till when? Eleven p.m. Yeah. So if you don't come in till two p.m., when do you get a chance to hit on the kids?
3: To to do what?
0: <laughs> yeah, you played Harrington. Did you hear that? He played that off pretty good. Yeah. 22-year-old Slick. I like what he did there. He pretended, he just ignored the question. He's like, are we going to talk about sandwiches or uh, or what? Speaking of
1: ignoring things, I, did I actually s- didn't hear
0: uh, that. It's all good. Yeah, I just
1: want to clarify from earlier. You said you used to hang out with your high school janitor? I mean, not a ton, but he was cool, dude. You just, like, outside of school? You guys would <laughs> no, just, like, grab no. a beer? No, no, no.
0: I meant, like, when I was, like, cutting class in the hallway kind of thing. <laughs> stir up a little conversation. He was a nice guy. All right.
1: Sorry. That's just been sticking on my craw for a while. Continue with the However,
0: interview. However, the synagogue janitor, like, when later in life, was a good friend of mine. Rad? His name was Rad. I used to show up when I I was still going to synagogue. I would show up at 8 a.m. and I would have beers with Rad in the kitchen. And they do this thing after synagogue. They call it kiddish where basically they put out cakes. I would eat that with him at 8 in the morning, drink beers, go to services, come back up, drink more beers with him. That guy I was legit friends with. He was the janitor of the synagogue, dude. I went to him for Super Bowl party. But enough about me and my life. We're trying to solve Chris's lunch problem, which apparently isn't a lunch problem. It's a dinner problem. So, what? We, I mean, if I'm going to help you out, we got to get the facts straight before we go into this. Like, if you're going to lie to me, yeah. there's not really anything I can do for you. I can't help no, those yeah. who aren't willing to help themselves.
3: Yeah. Yeah, so sorry. We, we all call it lunch just because
0: it's the... the I get it. It's, it's, break, the, it's the janitor so. lingo. It's the way you guys kid yeah. and joke with each other. All right. So here's the thing. You don't have anything going on all morning. You got a lot of time to cook for yourself, and there's nobody in your apartment when it's time to cook. So I would say you should start dedicating a half hour of your life to really becoming a fucking good cook. I mean, like, really getting your shit down. Because then you'll attract women, too. You start showing up to work. You know, some of these teachers, they're hungry, they're getting off work, and you're like, listen, I packed two of these delicious sandwiches. Now let's start simple. What's your favorite bread?
3: Favorite bread? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just for sandwiches, probably just create a plant bread.
0: Straight, you're like, you're like good with the Wonder Bread. Real garbage janitor person here, Harrington. You know what I mean? He's just like, I'm good with ham. I can't help this kid. He wants to eat prison sandwiches for dinner. That's all he wants is Wonder Bread with some fucking bologna on it. Jesus Christ. Can I get
1: Spam and mayo with one (laughs) piece of romaine?
0: With the the meat and cheese. And hot sauce, of course. Hot sauce. I'm a big fan of hot sauce. All right, fine. You take your, are you a Wonder Bread guy when you're eating white bread? Is that your jam? Wonder Bread?
3: No, I did Oh, but also, like, you know that, like, uh, those onion buns that have, like, onions on it?
0: Fuck you, do I yeah, know absolutely. onion buns. You kidding me? What do you think I jerk off into every night? Onion buns, of course. <laughs> that
3: sounds amazing.
0: <laughs> that <feel> pretty good. <laughs> it's soft. It's got, like, you know, it's it's lubricated from all the cooked onions. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I like an onion bun. Yeah. All right, so here's your move. And it's, you're already familiar with... <laughs> you got a good spot for picking up deli meats and you got a good spot for picking up your cheeses right yeah and then you're yeah. mixing things up you're throwing some vegetables in these things a little lettuce onion tomato maybe some mayonnaise mixed with some hot sauce what's your condiment game looking like
3: I usually go with uh rare roast beef maybe some pepperoni cheese um and then uh corned beef corned beef is good um
0: all right, so here. I don't
3: know, and whenever, I, whenever I'm at the deli, I'll just walk and I'm like, oh shit,
0: that looks pretty good, Alright, dude, I fucking love a deli sandwich. I like what you're doing. I, uh, I encourage you to uh, step out of your comfort zone with the breads a little bit. Maybe try some baguettes, maybe bagels. Big fan of rye bread. I don't know that everyone doesn't like rye bread, but maybe mix it up a little bit. So first and foremost, I think you can get a little bit more creative on the breads. But for now, let's just go with your white bread. Let's go with your onion rolls. Let's just keep mixing it up. Let's start loading those up with more deli. I feel like sometimes you're just going for one deli. You'll be like, this is a roast beef? Fuck that. Make it a roast beef turkey. Max it, Mix it up. Get it with the right cheese. Personally, I'd probably go cheddar on there. But I understand why someone wants Swiss. Usually Swiss pairs best up with the turkey. You're a janitor. You got plenty of time on your hands. You should have charts going. You should have exactly lined up the right cheese for what meat, what condiments going on there. I mean, you should have deli sandwiches mastered within the next three weeks. Okay, so for the next three weeks, let's ditch the white bread, let's get a little bit more adventurous with what kind of breads we're working with, and let's just experiment with condoms, deli, condoms, I'm sorry, condiments, deli meats, um, different kinds of breads, and different kinds of, uh, you know, I think we covered it, cheese, meat. Bread, condiments. There's a lot of combinations there. We're gonna have you back on, and I wanna, I wanna report on some good sandwiches that you've come up with. I wanna hear about the onion roll with your uh, Swiss cheese, uh, lettuce, onion, tomato, uh, with a spicy mustard and uh, a horseradish sauce. I don't know. Get fucking creative. Come back to us with some good recipes. Here's a good one. Can I tell you a good one? Really simple. Pretzel roll, pickle. Oh. Spicy mustard, corned beef. Simple sandwich, fucking delicious. Go make that one for yourself. Try that one out. Tell me it's not the best simple lunch you ever had. Okay, so we're going to do that for a month. I want you just to focus on your deli meats. That's going to be like, what's that like? Your blue belt in karate, Harrington? What would you call it?
1: Uh, I mean, I'd say at this point white with like a green stripe. Yeah,
0: you're going to get your green stripe. You're going to master your simple deli sandwiches, meat cheese combo condiments. That's going to be your base layer. Then from there, we're going to get you cooking. Simple shit. Things that pair up with deli. You know what I mean? Like a a simple piece of fried chicken cutlet that you can start pairing with the pastrami. You throw that on I I wouldn't go with onion roll. I wouldn't go with the onion roll. Maybe back to the white bread. We'll figure these things out. But are you committed over this month for stepping out of your comfort zone with breads, mixing it up with some different condiments, coming back to us and reporting us on some new sandwiches that you ate?
3: Most definitely. I, I want to be the most. I want to be the biggest fat ass possible.
0: I mean, I want a commitment. I, I, You know what? I also want you to get on the scale, let us know where you're at, and I want you to have gained weight by the end of the month. I want a serious sandwich commitment that you're willing to become the first run-your-mouth sandwich expert. We haven't given out this, you know what I mean? Other people in the future, they're going to have to pay for this course. Like, when they get this criteria and their certificate of run-your-mouth, Rob Bernstein specified sandwich expert, they're going to be spending money. You're the first person. And I want to know, are you committed to the cause? I will do it. Fine. I how will much? make you proud. How much weight are you committing to gaining well what's today's date, Mike Harrington?
1: Uh today is May sixteenth.
0: Okay, it's May sixteenth. When June sixteenth, when we get you back on the line, how many I want you to come back to us with three solid sandwich recipes having gained five pounds? Can you handle that? Oh, five pounds? Easy. I All got right. that. I love it. This is my so.
1: Uh, well, I'm just tell him to uh, take a picture of himself on the scale tomorrow. Send it to you. We'll tweet it out from uh, with "Run Your Mouth" and everything with this week's episode, and we'll update it in a month.
0: Okay, perfect. It's the one month sandwich challenge, Chris. It was a pleasure talking to you, and uh, I look forward to getting you back on in another month. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me on. It was a pleasure.
0: All right, later, dude.
3: Thanks. Have a good night. Bye. <laughs>
0: Harrington, what a charming janitor.
1: I mean, that guy's fucking killing it, dude.
0: I mean, that guy, the future he's going to have. If we could go back in time and be more like that guy.
1: Yo, you know how bad I want to be a janitor right now? (laughs) That motherfucker is like, yeah, I got two roommates, but I'm about to move out on my own. I was like, yeah, your parents, your mom and your dad.
0: And he's going to get a car. Yeah, a new car. car. He's got himself a union job. Clearly has health care because he looks pretty put together for a guy who's... And he's first getting into sandwich lifestyle. He's got 10 years of overeating ahead of him.
1: Mind you, it's uh, uh, 11 p.m. Eastern right now, uh, which is actually uh, later than Central Time in Illinois, uh, which means he was home from work uh, by about 9 p.m. That's not bad. He didn't get in until 2. He worked a seven-hour day.
0: Oh, yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah,
1: plus commute. He worked a six-and-a-half-hour day.
0: And he gets to eat two meals while he's there. I mean, I'll take I'll take cleaning up some pissed on toilet paper, whatever's.
1: Yeah, especially since I know I'm one of the kids who pissed on it, and I turned out terribly. (laughs) So if I'm sitting there like that's funny, you pulled that move. I
0: never really did that shit.
1: I mean, I didn't do it on purpose. I just had bad aim, dog.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I had this uh, friend. I maybe I'll I'll throw his first name a shout out because I bet some people listening to this. Uh, There's this kid, Kevin. Really, he, I mean, if you went back to high school, he was the funny kid in my high school. I was not. This kid was the funny kid. And two of his bits that were hilarious. One is he would take shits and he would just shit with the stall door open and he'd sit there with the newspaper. He'd make a half hour process out of it and he would just make conversation with you. Like even teachers, like that was a committed bit was he was going to take a dump with the stall door open and just make conversation with you like that was normal hilarious okay
1: that kid i'm gonna assume either murdered three people by the time he was 24 or is like a successful small business owner
0: you know uh, let's go with quasi successful small business owner funny really funny kid extremely
1: successful small business owner
0: (laughs) the other thing he did which was hilarious and i only know one person that he did this to but someone was taking a shit (laughs) he walked into the stall next to them and just started pissing on their shoes
1: That's fucking incredible.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's such a funny thing to do to someone <laughs> during the school day and you're trapped. You're in the middle of taking a shit. You can't what are you gonna do? Get up and try and beat up the person next to you? No. You just have to basically lift up your feet and scream. I mean, don't do that. Like it's not cool as an adult. And I would never do that. I never want to have it done to me. But you hear the story and it's fucking hilarious. Uh, look, All right. I'm, let's, I'm get, uh, to... let's get uh let's get uh let's get Yosef on the phone. Mr. Oh, yes. And the shirt is back off. Getting comfy. Cozy late at night. Welcome back to the podcast, buddy. How are you? So good to be here. Oh, my God. Is it nice to have you?
4: Must have been the fucking best janitor in the world. Dude. To hold me up for fucking, you made me sweat it out.
0: I apologize. I the kid's fascinating. He's a winner. He went to one community college class, said, fuck this. His dad got him a union job as a janitor. He doesn't have to get there till two PM. He's out of work by 8 p.m. He gets to eat two meals while he's at work. But here's the best, here's the best part of it. He's committed to becoming the first person that we're gonna give a degree to in, as a sandwich expert, we won't just sanction anybody. And here was his first homework assignment. He, he's not making himself great meals. He's got time at work. So he's going to experiment. And a month from now, he's going to come back to us with three solid deli sandwiches with unique bread, cheese, meat, and condiment uh, combinations. That's what I told him to focus on. Keep it simple. Just come back to me at the Shopping. end of the month. You can go his own way. Like I, here was a recommendation I gave. I was like, "Here's a real simple one that's delicious: pretzel roll with um, with corned beef, a pickle, and spicy brown mustard. That is a delicious combination. Find me a cleaner sandwich that doesn't just come together better than that." So I told him, "You can get cleaner." No, I, I mean in terms of clean, that's pretty clean. That's not overdoing it. That's not layering on cheese. That's not throwing mayonnaise in there. That's not even throwing vegetables. I'm saying that's like that's almost like a clean class e. That's like uh old lady finger food operation. That's pretty clean. So anyways, his homework was to come back to us with three solid sandwich combinations, all in the deli meat category, and to gain five pounds by the end of the month. <laughs> and he th- and he took it to get his blue belt, and then you know we'll keep we'll keep <laughs> delegating some new tasks until ultimately he become a black belt expert sandwich eater like us, you know. So yeah. he's going to try and climb the ranks. I'm I'm excited yeah. to see if he uh, progresses and actually has the commitment to become a sandwich expert. It's got to be the youngest janitor ever, 22 years old.
4: That's that's like it's pretty young. Pretty young. That's some like LeBron, LeBron shit.
0: That's when he really got the energy then, uh, to clean out toilets and, you know, make sure that things look nice and fresh for kids the next day. It's not like these old guys who. You
4: think a janitor and you think like, all right, minimum 50.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You think it's right? like end of life. You really yeah. gave up. This is yeah. beginning of life going someone on the right like, track.
4: Like a crusty 50.
0: Yeah. Yeah. At
4: least, you know, someone who's who's seen some shit.
0: All right. Well, so while in co- <laughs> no, no. Continue your thought that janitors are crusty and have seen I, I, some shit.
4: I, I can't trust this guy yet. A 22 year old janitor. I don't know if he, uh, whatever. Well, he really
0: wants to devote his time to eating sandwiches and acquiring some of the knowledge that you and I have had to work so hard while working full-time jobs in order to acquire. Yes. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough out there. All right. So (laughs) while we're encouraging this kid to get out there and gain weight, I'm trying to figure out new ways that I can lose some weight myself. And here's the newest thing I'm doing. I want to know if it's a terrible idea, great idea. I think you might be able to help me out on this. I love how hairy you are. Oh, my. And like Mm. in in the spots, it grows. It's
5: like
4: like a. It makes you like feel. Oh, my God. It's like, it's like, like sweater.
0: It's like a carpet of ants yeah. that just fell into glue or something. All right. So the other day I went to uh, – there's a Banana Republic factory store across the street from my apartment. Now what's convenient about that is that it's across the street and I live in a kind of poor neighborhood and it's a factory store. So you know it's going to be cheap. I had a client meeting. I never meet clients And now all of a sudden I realize, oh, I don't have any clothing. I need some actual adult clothing so I can look like a human being. So I show up with the intentions of just buying a shirt. And then the Jew in me can't believe the discounts because, I mean, not only things marked down, they're marked down with percentage off, like 70% off, 60% off. Now i got to run the math in my head. It feels like I'm (laughs) losing money if I don't start buying some pants. So (laughs) I redo my entire wardrobe. I bought seven oh pairs no. of pants. I bought eight shirts, and I tried on these pairs of pants. A couple days later, I put them on again. None of them fit. They're all too tight. I don't know. I guess I was drawn. <laughs> you're, just, you're just being very optimistic. Yeah, I was drawn in by the sales price, and I was like, all right, they're a little tight, but it's okay. Now, I remember in the past, I've gone oh, up so and like, weight. Yes. It wasn't
4: like you were looking for your size. It was like, oh, you know, these no, 29 I, by 28 <laughs> are... Is 90% off. I can I won't fit into them
0: right now, but I gotta buy them. Right. I can't I can't not buy it at that price. No. So I bought my size. However, my size now at Banana Republic, they're going for some real European shaven twinks. So everything's like
4: That's what that's why I've never stepped foot in a Banana Republic because I just know it's just not gonna work out for my for your body for type, uh, yeah.
0: Dude, it's dimensions. all it's all slim fit, and their slim fit shit. I might as well. It might as well be Spanx. It's like yeah. their their slim fit shirt would work for me if I wanted Spanx underneath a sweater to contain my tits. It's basically a male bra. That's what their <laughs> that's what their slim fit is. But then they have their non slim fit, which is fine. And then I'm I've been a 32 by 30 for a while. I, I've stuck to my 32. I'm a 32 you, you, waist.
4: You like claim you're a fat guy.
0: But you're not. I am, dude. Well, here's why I am. I'll explain do you why do? I am. I'll explain why I am. Firstly, I've got tits. I'm top heavy. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I don't look good with the shirt off. That's one. <sighs> like, I got more tit than you. You're more gut, fat thigh, fat back. but no, you I don't... Like tits, really. Oh, yeah, those are some titties. Oh, God. Those are some titties. We might have to put out this footage. <laughs> <laughs> those are some titties. Anyways, no. Well, here's what makes me a fat guy. Firstly, I've gone up and down and weight from between 155... And two hundred pounds up and down for a while. Now at the moment, I've been like, you know, on the lower scale, but I, I also was know, yeah. In fourth grade, not bad. I was I <laughs> went in. The biggest jump I ever had was I went to high school I, freshman I, I, year at one thirty five and put on thirty pounds to one sixty five. That was that was a big jump, and then the next biggest jump was. Uh, in Israel, I went up from like one sixty five to one ninety five. I was pretty heavy in one night because I'm short. I'm only five six, dude. One ninety five yeah, yeah. at five six—that's a fat guy. That's not chubby. That's fucking okay. fat, dude. Anyways, right. but now I would say I'm not the fattest I've been, but I can also say I put on twenty pounds over the last two years, and it's because I'm eating healthy. If you look at it like financial trend lines, if you continue to put on ten pounds every year, you know that means in three years from now I'm a fat guy again. That's the way that works. Yeah. It's not like you just put it on in one year. And then also it, it it's all about – it's more of the habits and the trend line. That's true. I could turn it around now and like I would remain chubby slash I could reverse it to skinny. But I'm saying like if you're looking at a growth chart, weight growth chart to eating habits, I'm on an upward trajectory towards fatness. But we're trying to change this around. Now I've had in the past – right. I've had in the past where you get too fat for your pants. And that always to me – is a landmark moment in your fat fuckery because usually I find it kind of fucks with your digestion a little bit. So it like increases your fatness, kind of gets stuff trapped in your gut. But then it's also, you have that moment where you're like, I can't, I can't go buy new, p-. like you don't want to admit to it. And now I'm doing the reverse thing where I bought all these pants that don't fit. And I'm forcing myself to wear it to shame myself into fitting into the pants because like, I'll go out I'll be like, dude, you can't, your, your pants don't even fit. You're really going to go eat that. It works. I'm shaming myself. Oh. So like it's not even shaming. It's more like you're not gonna
4: be able to properly walk.
0: Well, that's happening. To get too. Back to your apartment. Yeah. Well, it's it's not you're, that tight. You're not be able to... Except I'm already cheating okay. the system. Today I've on un- I've I've just unlocked the pants and I've got the belt for support. <laughs> so I, I just
4: <laughs> cut the entire waistband off. Yeah, yeah. I was like, so they're not even <laughs> pants right now. They're kinda capris that just kind of hang out on my knees.
0: Yeah. Um, what, what, what? What? Have you had that recently where you got too fat for pants and I had to actually go shopping for new pants? It's a sad moment. I'm getting That's too fat situation. for all my shirts. I'm starting to show titties. Like, I gotta go... I'm like, at that point I gotta lose weight or I gotta go to medium to large. It's one or the other. So, like, um...
4: Eat... Like there's always there's maybe like <laughs> it's so sad um that's why i don't wear a shirt at home because oh you want to let it out
0: that's the first thing i do now i take no, the pants off
4: yeah i'm saying like I, I i feel like i don't know one out of every three shirts that i have <laughs> actually fit like it's Okay, so for every 3 shirts, there's one that's, that's too small, yeah. there's one that's too big and one that that actually fits potentially properly.
0: Just right. You know what it is? You end up getting your exercise in just pulling down your shirt all day, like pulling that move to like try and straighten it out. My dad, this is what happens if you end up being, you know, a fat fuck over oh. the course of a lifetime. You end up with a closet that's basically like owning a store of 20 ranges of sizes. Yeah. <laughs>
4: like he's I think he might have the, like... Oh, the biggest... largest
0: range. I mean, if you wanted to have, a okay. like, a contest of weight ranges, my dad, unbelievable. He's really uh, running the test yeah. for how much you can stretch out your skin and bring it back in. <laughs> it's like a balloon. Every couple of years, <laughs> yeah. you inflate it out, and then you, you let some of the air back out. Uh, Harrington... What's what's your take on the uh on the tight pants uh the tight pants to diet
1: thing? So what I've uh what I've started doing like I, I finally broke down got some forty twos and I have not stopped rocking them even though I'm down to about a thirty eight. So I just pull the belt in real Ooh. tight, have plenty of room. It's nice. Pull it up and... to
0: your
4: chin.
1: <laughs> nah, man. I so mean... I
0: feel like I've actually learned the error in my ways that for a while I was wearing jeans that were way too loose. And I feel like the problem with that is you leave yourself the room to gain a lot of weight without really feeling the repercussions of it because you're almost just fitting back into your fat clothes. So it's actually important as you lose the weight to buy the clothes that fit so that you know right away like you got to actually confront the fact that you're getting fat.
4: But hold on. Um, Now that Harrington's here. Yes. Harrington, um, as a true fat guy, you know, we're brethren in this. Do you feel insulted that Robbie even brought up that he was a 32 and considers himself a fat guy?
1: Dog, you Uh, can't be a fat guy who rocks medium. That was the egregious part to me.
0: Do I not? A
1: medium (laughs) motherfucker? This is America.
0: I feel like you. A
4: medium would be like, uh, it would reach the bottom of my tits. (laughs)
0: <laughs> You'd be wearing uh like that sexy got milk yeah, cut like poster that yeah. just kind of showed uh-huh. the top half yeah. and not the bottom. I feel like if you've hung out with me enough and eaten, like I went out to eat last week with uh yeah. with with gay Mike and we're sitting there eating and he's like, dude, you're the skinniest fat guy I ever met. Um so I've got fat fuckery habits. I've been fat, I'm climbing back up, and you know what? I don't need your guys' validation of the fact that I feel fat. <laughs>
1: no you're the rachel dolezal of fat pete you're like i'm a fat guy on the inside <laughs> that's <funny>. fuck you
0: <laughs> that's funny i don't lo- i'm I just saying you. i don't look good with the shirt off that to me is the cry like if you're if you're a dude and he got oh, tits
4: you're fat I don't, I don't give a fuck like well you're I'll married
0: go, you already got nine kids
4: yeah that's true i guess i've lost the whole uh um yeah, I, I, I don't, it's like not giving a fuck at all.
0: All right, listen, enough of this fat fuckery talk. Gain weight, lose weight, I don't care. Here's a more important issue. You know that little bodega down the street yep. with now the guy who called
4: out on, on being a fake fat guy?
0: <laughs> so, you know that little bodega on the corner? I think I got to rule them out right. forever. I think I got to be done with them. They did something horrendous to me today, and I want to know, I want you to rule the on this that- case. The one that that
4: you've been like eating at every single day. Yeah, yeah. I
0: want you to roll on this case. I bet if they ran the math, I got to be one of their best customers. I'm telling you, I like for this past year, since I've got to be number one, maybe number two customer. I'm in there every day. I eat at least one meal there. I probably make bodega runs down there. I am a, I'm a damn good customer. So, on top of being a damn good customer, is there all the time? This probably going to make me so angry. Oh, it's going to make you so angry. On top of that, oh I actually—I'll don't I'll eat- tell you
1: right now—I bet I side with the deli.
0: I don't eat cheese. Ooh. <laughs> and when I say I don't eat cheese late at night, I'll eat cheese. I don't eat cheese during the day because uh, it really fucks up my stomach. You know, that's that, that's my fact credentials for you. Now, every time that I get a sandwich and I tell them, "Hey, I'll take that sandwich, but without the cheese," do you think they change the price for you? No, the answer is no. They charge no. you what the sandwich is. They charge you. That's fine. Now, a lot of times I go in there and I don't have cash on me, and I end up buying more than what I wanted simply because they have a credit card minimum. I respect having a credit yeah. card minimum. Today was one of those days. I was getting myself very simple. Bagel and egg. That's it. Real simple meal. I know I'm not gonna meet the credit card minimum. There was some turkey in there too, maybe some hot peppers. So let's 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 do the sandwich. It was uh whole wheat bagel, eggs, turkey whole jalapeno peppers okay 475 probably now i know i'm not going to reach the credit card minimum so i get myself a naked juice i don't even want the naked juice but i was like fuck it i could use some vitamin c in my life i seem to be coughing a whole bunch maybe i'll come down with the cold let me get myself a naked drink that's going to be four dollars i'm like you know what i got water in the office but i got to reach this minimum i'll grab a seltzer too so i get myself a seltzer And a Naked Juice, $6 of expenditures of things I don't really need, but I want to hit their credit card minimum, right? They ring me up, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, the lady, after she rings me up, she realizes, oh, you got the jalapeno peppers, you owe me $0.50. Oh, no. And now I have to actually reach into my pocket, find a dollar, hand it to her to get the $0.50 back. And in my head, I'm thinking, I'm too good of a customer, I've only bought these other things to reach your credit card minimum. I can't believe you're asking me for 50 cents after all we've been, all the sandwiches I bought here, you're going to make me reach into my wallet for physical currency to give you 50 cents. We are done. There was no loyalty here whatsoever.
4: There's only one, literally only one possibility for them being in the right. And I have one question for you. Okay. What were are what was the situation in terms of other customers in the store or behind you in line
0: uh there were it was busy. It wasn't like I was the only person in the store. There were people there
4: that yeah. they they have to What well, do you think it's a precedent up,
0: She didn't have to mention the fact yeah. that those peppers exist like not have to she made the error and, and once, then she realized once
4: she realized it once she realized it and she like said it like there you can't really turn back when there's a crowd. It's one thing if she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah," you know, like don't worry about it when no one else is there. Right. I don't think I'm gonna I'm gonna venture to guess that no one was. I still, I still side with you. Like that's that's just like ten.
0: No zero customer loyalty. You're coming after me after 50 yeah. cents. I just spent an extra 650 on dumb shit to reach your fucking credit card minimum. They, and they don't know <laughs> that. Well, I know I get that they don't know that, but you know, it doesn't mean in my head I can't be angry about it. I'm trying, I'm trying to be courteous here.
4: I want to hear Harrington's take because he, I, yeah. he I, uh, was I actually,
0: regardless,
1: we have a special guest who wants to give his take on it.
0: Yeah, come give your take. Welcome to the show, BK Chris, straight from the HSR Radio Show. Just put in a double, but he's like, I want to do more. I'm not done. <laughs> I'm not done podcasting. I heard they're running their mouths next door. I want to run my mouth also. Welcome to the show. What's up, buddy? I heard
5: a Jew was yelling oh. about something that happened at a deli.
0: Not just yelling about something that happened at a deli. Yelling about 50 cents at a deli. <laughs>
5: what happened to you at the deli?
0: Oh, man, boy, I got to recount the whole story. I'll make no, it real you know, short. Just, yeah, we- I'll make it real short. I eat at that deli all the time. I spend a lot of money. One
5: on the corner. All the time. And I, I was there today. I get the 101 usually. Turkey, coleslaw. I think coleslaw on a sandwich is something your people prefer. I actually don't like coleslaw. I'm not. I'm anti-coleslaw. Never.
0: Uh, If it's like a part of a staple sandwich, maybe I'll try it out, but it's not my thing. I'm not into coleslaw. I do like sauerkraut, though. I'll fuck with some sauerkraut. So what
5: happened to you with this 50 cents?
0: Okay. I was in the store. I was getting myself bagel, egg, turkey, jalapeno peppers. That's all I want. I don't have cash on me, so I got to hit the minimum. So I get myself a naked. I get myself a seltzer. I'm in this place every day. I promise you, if you run the math, I'm one of the top customers in that store. I would put. I would bet on you. If there's a top ten list. I'm in the top ten.
5: But they don't know that. like weird Asian guys.
0: No, it's enough of the same people there that see me every day mm-hmm. that they know I'm one of the better customers. Yeah, Anyways. but we all look the same to them. Oh, that's hilarious. That's really funny. Huh? He's saying that we're we all. They just think we're one yeah, person. Exactly. So if anything, my account's really good. Like she thinks I'm like nine people who keep coming back <laughs> for sandwiches.
5: Oh, that one rich American keeps us in business.
0: <laughs> Anyways. They mischarged me short by 50 cents, okay. noticed it, and then said, Hey, you got to give us another 50 cents. What most aggravated me about that was that I don't, I don't get cheese on my sandwiches. Every time I'm dropping cheese, it's not like they're giving me back that,
5: that amount of money. But this is the classic yeah. uh, Burger King used to do a thing where they would, you know, you could have it your way. Oh, wait,
0: you know it. Yosef, right? Wait, did we lose Yosef?
5: Well, he's not there anymore. I think did you hang up on Yosef when his shoulder hair was looking real sexy to me? I think Yosef has no, gone. No,
1: he's there. I just didn't want to double up his audio, and uh, I didn't realize when I took him off screen that his audio would disappear. We'll
0: put it back on screen. What the fuck well, does that mean?
4: All right, I'll put
1: him back on screen.
0: I'm trying to chime in on this Stand. shit. I just prefer standing. That's what.
5: Weirdest fucking thing.
0: I like standing. I I I, I would. I, I need to get one hey, of these he, desks like in my office. I don't like sitting down. There he is. He's back. There All right. Go. You guys know each other, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. P.K. Chris is trying to give his ruling about why I'm being a cheap Jew over 50 cents with Asians. No,
5: no, no. no. I actually, I didn't think I was going to agree with you on this when you started. But I'll tell you this. Asian people are kind of the worst with that shit. Just Asian corner stores. I remember there's one, uh, they would, instead of charging you just a quarter for a banana, they would weigh the banana. Fuck you. Yeah, what... Just to get the
0: thirty-one cents, yeah. I can't just hand you a quarter and move on with my life.
5: Exactly.
0: You need the extra three pennies. They
5: are kind of just like they'll literally be like. it's They're the Jews of corner stores. It's just like I've looked at anybody who does that. If something's like three o anything less than a quarter, then I hand you a large bill.
0: Yeah, and you if make you don't me just let it yeah. go.
5: It's like I'm kind of just like all right. Like that here's where they are staying empty.
0: Here's where they also lose out on that. And we, we spoke about this. This goes all the way back to, I think, episode three. But when you do that, you're encouraging me to use my credit card because I don't want change in my which wallet. Which costs you. Which costs you the percentage yeah. point. If you were a place like Starbucks and you just rounded everything to the dollar, you would, or you figured out, change your cup size so that instead of it being two oh nine with tax it works out to $2. I will not use my credit card at Starbucks. You will make more money.
5: Mm-hmm. But they figured most people are just going to use their credit card because most people are going to use like anybody. Can- I've no. change changed that, over the
0: to the credit card uh-huh. because the cash situation with change is fucking annoying.
1: Yeah, but they want everybody on the app anyway.
5: Uh, you know what I do? That's I just- true. They're
0: like, you walk in there now as a physical customer. They're like, excuse me, sir. People have the courtesy to order online and not show up to our store. Please wait a minute. Really? They don't want you there. They're like, like like, they're like, hey, wait, hey, hold on. We've got 40 online orders. We're, you're going to have to wait your turn. Online comes first. They, he's right. They want your info. They want you on the app.
5: Here's the change move, though. And this okay. This is something I recently figured out. Just keep your change in your back pocket, right? If the change is in your back pocket, then it's easily accessible. You can use it for your next transaction right. for the day. I always keep change. Like, I'll move it from pocket to pocket. In my right.
0: Hands. You know what I do sometimes? It's a real dick move. But it's <laughs> I'll just turn my entire wallet over on the counter to shake out what changes in there, put what they need and then mm-hmm. put the rest back in my wallet. Yosef, what's your change move?
4: I, I try to rid myself of it. I'll just like leave it
0: Yeah, I'll, I do that too.
4: Quarters, but like anything not quarters, I just I don't know, like I can't hear him. If there's all. a tip jar or some shit like I don't I don't want that.
0: All right, so I only had uh, one last uh, topic that I wanted to address, um, Becca. Chris, I think you, I think you'll be able to decipher what I'm talking about here. The other day, I was at my uh, aunt's for uh, for uh, Mother's Day, and at the end of the meal. She put out an old school tray of Bell cookies. So just cool. to give you an idea, the Italian baker in Connecticut, okay. really Sprinkles, good.
5: Sprinkles, jelly in the middle.
0: No, it wasn't it? It was actually like the small, like cinnamon ones. You had the oh, like I the, the, the small black and whites. You had mm-hmm. the small one, with the like the the butter cookies with the jelly in the middle. All those just old school Italian okay. cookies, right? I ate the entire plate of these. I mean, I went ham, ate the plate. It was delicious. And I was thinking back when I was, like, a 13-year-old in the synagogue. They used to do two different, like, uh, post-service, like, uh, they call it kiddish, but it's basically like a spread of cakes. At the early one, they would put out your Drake's cakes. Okay. You know your pre-pack is Drake's cakes, and I thought that was the greatest thing in the world. And then the later one, they put out like those uh, Italian cookies, and I was like, oh, these old people have the worst taste. That's garbage. But
5: those are like way better to me now. And that's what I'm saying. As a kid, yeah, yeah it I totally it. flipped. Where yeah. it's like
0: you put a Drake, I'm like, what the fuck is this garbage? And those like old lady cookies, I'm like, this is quality cookies.
5: Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, one wow. thing I've never gotten on board with those Italian cookies with the sesame seeds on them. Yeah. I still fucking hate those.
0: Yes, yeah, because Asian's Italian. That's those like that's not going to work deep, out. Though.
5: Yeah, that's not even that's a real more, cookie. Yeah, that's a that's like a stuff. side dish. That's
0: yeah. like a that's like a moldy bread. That's yeah. what that is. Yeah. It's like you're supposed that's to dip it kinda... in tea and make your tea and cookie bad at that's the same time. Like a
4: trick. <laughs> they want it's like a prank of the bakery. They want to see if people actually eat them. Hmm. But, all right, um,
0: so we're all in agreement. I guess the taste buds no, just I'm, change. I,
4: no, that's not true. I would I would much rather a, a yodel than you go for a yodel. any really? Italian cookie. Even from I don't right. have yodels that much, so like if I saw them, it would be like very nostalgic and like.
5: I think I'd have I that be in a mood. mood. I I enjoy. I'll have a yodel. You know what I had on the way here was a, a fudge round, also from Little Debbie. You know the fudge round. Oh man, I Ooh. can't even
0: think of the last time it's I had a fudge two round.
5: Soft chocolate cookies with like stripes of chocolate cookie on it, pressed together with chocolate cream.
0: That sounds delicious because yeah. the Little Debbie oatmeal cream
5: pie is a fucking
0: I was classic. To say, the, oh, Oh, I mean, that's it's, classic. Classic. it's
5: basically the chocolate oatmeal the cream best.
0: pie. Yeah, and also the the even though the oatmeal cream pie is the classic, I got to tell you, the chocolate chip one with the cream in the middle. Yeah, fudge rounds. You never had a fudge round? Come on. <laughs> I'm not saying I haven't, <laughs> but it doesn't stand <laughs> out to me. Where did you I, pick I don't out the fudge ever a fudge corner store? Can I just tell you, when I was in high school and I discovered that the little Debbie cookie existed at the Far Bodega for 50 cents, that was like one of the greatest moments of my life. That was like yeah. finding the holy grail.
5: Because they're cheaper than a candy bar. It was yeah. A quarter, it was a quarter when I was a kid, and then like a candy bar was 50 cents, and that was 50 cents and a dollar. Like, do I, I don't need a Snickers bar. I get a, yeah. Get a little. I little get funny bones. I, you know what
0: I mean? Funny bones are good. I like the funny bones. I like, go through like
4: bones. A, a box of those oatmeal cream pies. Yeah, like it's that nothing. Yeah, it's like, you wouldn't even think twice. But
0: the ones that come...
5: oatmeal cream pie, that's when you come in an old lady, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm just thinking of old lady pussy. All right.
5: <laughs>
0: Fuck, I don't know what the hell's going on with my voice. Um, All right, I think that's basically all that I had to discuss. You know, if I got you on the air, though, if you had anything you wanted to throw at us, anything that came up this week... Well, you sent me that article about the uh, the Game of Thrones outrage. Are you a person who's actually following the show, or you just thought oh. that that was interesting?
4: No, of course I'm watching Game of Thrones, and I very much disliked the last episode. But people to protest and demand that they remake the last season is preposterous. Well,
5: we're in a you're new- not protesting; you're clicking a thing online, though. But we're uh- I'm sure it auto-populates. You know what I mean? Like you're doing yeah. so. Oh, little. it's just like one of those we're- like online we're in change.org petition. We're however in Here's the here's the funny thing we were just talking about this on high society. Uh, they did 5 500,000 people s- sign that petition in a day. The to overturn the abortion law was like 20,000. That's you know? hilarious.
0: <laughs> that is so funny. Here's the only thing. We're in a new era of television where people are okay with the idea of things being canon and not canon. Yeah. So for a lot of people to go, hey, this isn't the version that we liked, and for them to hire a new director, put out a new ending, and to get all those ratings again, you could do that. And then you could actually – everyone would be on board with, all right, we're going to go with this version. It was better. So it's actually not as crazy as in the past when it was like, this is the version of the TV show. And that's kind of because of the superheroes and all the relaunches and all that shit that we're kind of okay with. Like, It's okay as a concept. Now, I did the greatest move for um, for Game of Thrones. I got a policy. I won't watch old television because I'm a crazy. I won't leave my house if I start a show. That's it. Like I gotta, I gotta see it through. I'm kind of the same way. Yeah, like I'll binge it. I don't like that. I and like it, it's compulsive. It's like one of yeah, those things. I get, I get weird
5: about it. I'm yeah. like
0: out of control. I don't like it, mm-hmm. so I'm very strict. I won't start old television. So Game of Thrones, everyone was talking about, but it was already like four seasons in when I was hearing all the buzz. So I was like, I can't, I can't go back. Mm-hmm. Then I read the news every day. I'm reading so much about this epic new season. And I was a fan of the Lord of the Rings. I'm sitting at home one day and I was like, okay, I gotta YouTube these battle scenes. I'm just kind of curious. So I YouTube the big battle scenes. And then from there I was like, oh, this is pretty fucking awesome. So I watched all the battle scenes. Then I watched like recaps, like the people of like the Spark Notes. I kind of did my Wikipedia research, watched the recaps, went back, watched the biggest episodes. And then I just hopped on board for the last season, kind of caught up on the storyline. Mm. And now what's great about it is like I have a show that I look forward to on Sunday nights and if it sucks, I'm not that invested. I don't really care. You oh, know what, what I mean? Like like I'm enjoying it, it's entertaining, you but I they, don't have an 8 I've year been investment it
5: since it started. Yeah. Maybe like I came in at the end of season 1. I'm not that invested. You know what I mean? Like it's just like
0: Right. What's the most mad you guys have ever gotten about a TV show that's fallen off?
5: I've never gotten that mad.
0: All right, I'm 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 going to label a couple. First one, Lost. I was super invested in Lost, and when you found out at the end that they didn't have that story put together, like the whole point was like the earlier seasons where they had this grand mystery, and it seemed like they had the whole thing put together, and then you got to the end and you realized, ah, you never really had a story here. That one fucking pissed me off. Next is, this one didn't bother me because I didn't feel as invested, but at some point The Walking Dead just turned bad and I stopped watching Walking
5: it. Walking Dead, I watched like one episode. My girlfriend watched the first couple of seasons and I was just like, this show sucks. I love that I show. I watched about 10 minutes of it. Man.
0: I watched like, I that can't. show for, se- the other one was Dexter. Dexter was one of the biggest like great to just unwatchable.
5: I'll tell you this, I've realized, I've been binging shows And realize they suck while I'm binging them, and stop.
0: Oh, that's tough. That's tough not to like have uh, to just feel like you got to see it through. Was a big one. I didn't like that one right from the outset.
5: Here's the thing: that guy was just kind of a badass, and I was just like, "Oh, he's got he's got nice watches and shit." I'm fucking with this, (laughs) and then I was just like, "Oh, this sucks." Once he started pushing around the FBI director, I was like, "This sucks."
1: Yo, yo, you know what I did that with recently? Deadwood.
5: Fuck you, Deadwood is great. Mike Harrington is a noted pussy for not liking Deadwood. I haven't Deadwood watched Deadwood, so but great gay. actors in that. You no. watched the whole thing?
1: No, I gave up halfway through the binge. I was like, oh, yeah, this show wow. fucking Aren't sucks. Aren't the two
0: guys from Justified in that?
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. Oliphant is. Is Ian McShane Olyphant, in
0: Justified? I like all good actors Oliphant.
5: Yeah. How do you not like that show? It's, it's not... It's the show, and that's why you don't like it. <laughs> you're not a man.
0: It's not what a man? good show.
5: It's just about whorehouses and... Did you get to the part where they're fucking up all the Chinese people?
0: <laughs> no. Yeah. This. Um, what the
5: fuck?
0: How <laughs> do you quit before that?
5: It? That's the whole point. You re- You know. You're wearing Chinaman mask. Yeah. You get into and a f- fucking gutting dudes with axes and shit. <laughs> yeah. They fucking stink, Harrington. Dude, that's all point. Yeah. It
0: was a boring
1: first season. Get the fuck out, out of here.
0: Stink. Yeah. You get into a fight with your Chinaman at the bodega about fifty cents, and then you get to watch Deadwood and feel fucking redeemed. That's all point of it, Harrington. <laughs> they killed Matt of the <laughs> whoremongering
5: Chinaman in Chinatown and Deadwood. Wait, did we lose Yosef again? No, what he's here. here. All right. Oh my I just do give a We're through about the Deadwood. looking glass with this
1: shit. Yeah, because Deadwood's fucking I mean, lame, is, right, Yosef? This is fucking yeah, trippy as shit,
0: man. It's just bald spots for days. Okay. Before we call oh, an that's episode... That's the episode title. Bald spot for days. <laughs> before we call an episode, Mr. Feldstein, any, uh, any parting topics, any parting sandwiches you want to tell us about? Anything you feel like we should be informed of before we let you go?
4: I uh, actually... Did make a makeshift sandwich this week.
0: So Wait, can it. we get, can we give him dramatic music? I feel like this yeah, this requires that, dramatic that. music. Before, do you, do you have anything you want to bring up to before we close out? Got a on good
5: sandwich, Zach Amico put me on to one of the best sandwich. I I always uh Leone's and Bensonhurst. Okay, has a sandwich. It's a roast beef sandwich, and I never would get roast beef from an Italian deli because it seems crazy to me. Yeah, uh, it's uh, roast beef, s- entire stuffed mushrooms, and then great grape- yeah. fresh mozzarella. It doesn't you got, sound. It you got like maybe not. You got Delicious. me. On, you got me on the. When you are not in the, gonna trust Zach Amico on sandwich recommendations. That's funny.
0: You throw in the gravy, the fresh mozzarella, and I'll be like, "All right, I'll vibe and see if the mushrooms work for me." I'm not a huge mushroom fan, but I respect the same What kind of bread? Italian bread. Italian bread. Okay, Yosef. So this is your moment.
4: This is this was a great moment in sandwich history. It was. uh Oh, this is great. <laughs> It was spaghetti and meatballs night at the Feldstein residence, and um, <laughs> the wife also got some garlic bread. Mm-hmm. And I kind of ditched the whole spaghetti thing, and just just did, you know, as many meatballs with sauce on the garlic
0: bread. That was Can you just- throw off for one second? Did he slice yeah, you the are. meatballs so it'd be a cleaner eat on the sandwich? Or you I, went did ma- I did I
4: did. I did have the the meatballs,
0: to and this like is like a marinara sauce more. style meatball.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, Not fuck like yeah! Flour, like it was, it was oh, fucking great. And like I always, I always think that like the garlic bread with <laughs> with spaghetti and meatballs a little overkill, like too much. No,
0: get the, the fuck bread. Out here. It,
4: it, it is the perfect compliment. and I don't know. There was just something about that. It was it was crispy. Had the sauce. I'll, I'll seep it into the, almost the bottom of it. It's fucking delicious.
0: Alright, well, thank you for that epic sandwich tale. <laughs> a simple classic, garlic it bread with meatballs. No- nothing, classic. nothing
5: too crazy. I, I like when pizzerias make the big garlic knot and then they make a chicken parm on it.
0: I haven't had that. That sounds great. Yeah. Where have you had that?
5: I don't know. Some places have it. Originals Pizza has it in Brooklyn. That sounds fucking excellent. Yeah.
0: Let's do that sometime. What? That sounds like a world-class sandwich.
5: What's a giant garlic knot? Like, basically, it's just a garlic knot, but they make it the size of a roll, and then...
0: No, I get it. Do they, they also kind parm- of flatten it, like like press no, it down a little it, bit? Well,
5: yeah, it's a little pressed down. It, it's, or do it's, they... It's roll size, like, so you can eat it like... Wait, a, so
0: they slice it in the middle and put the parm... Yeah, they make oh. a garlic
5: knot, slice it, put make a chicken parm, and then cut it down the middle so you can eat it like a sandwich.
0: That sounds excellent. Yeah. Are you on board with that, Yosef? That sounds pretty great to me.
4: Bigger than I could even imagine, though. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even even piece together like how big that – because I picture garlic knots and they're like, you know, I don't know.
0: Many. You've never thought of an oversized – it's like a pretzel roll. It's like the equivalent of a pretzel roll to a pretzel. It's the garlic knot roll. For a garlic knot. All right. Nice. That's our episode. Run your mouth podcast. Let's run some plugs. Yosef, you can catch him at work Monday through Friday. <laughs> if you need if you need some
5: bonds, you can hit him up. Uh BK Chris on uh HSR radio show or High just... Society Radio, free every Tuesday on iTunes. Just go get that. I'm uh at Chris from BKLYN on Twitter.
0: Fuck yeah. And then lastly, Harrington with uh anxiety, anxiety attack.
5: attack. Next Thursday. He's not paying attention, but anxiety attack. Alex, next Thursday.
1: Alex jumped in right as you guys were, uh, right as you guys okay, were kicking me the you Anything else plugs. you want to plug? Uh, yeah, Anxiety Tech uh, next Thursday. Uh, we got Dante Nero headlining. Uh, it's going to be an incredible show. Come on out. Use promo code AA for $10 tickets. And follow me on Twitter and Instagram at themharrington, because I'm non-binary now. What's up? All right, we did it. Cheers, everybody. Thank you.